Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is $47,957.70, up 2.04%. Ethereum number two, $3,818.94, up 1.02%. Binance Coin number three, $526.12, up 0.44%. Tether number four, $1. Number five, Solana, $159.44, up 2.58%. USD coin, number six, $1. Cardano, number seven, $1.25, up 1.49%. XRP, number eight, 80 cents, up 1.97%. Polkadot, number nine, $26.04, down 1.09%. And last but not least, number 10, Dogecoin at 18 cents, up 15.53%. Wow. All right. So let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that uh, investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for correction. So what we got here is extreme fear at 21. Yesterday was fear at 28. Extreme fear was 25. And last month was greed at 74. All right, let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is safe bets during a crypto winter. Article number two is Bitcoin hash rate hits new record high post-China crackdown. Article number three, Elon Musk announces Tesla will start accepting Dogecoin as payment. Article number four, get ready for the 2022 metaverse real estate boom. And last, the main topic today is Nike just bought a virtual shoe company that makes NFTs and sneakers for the metaverse. So before we get into all the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters. I appreciate all the help from around the world. Again, this is Dave Zilla Crypto Take. You can catch me on podcasts such as Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you are in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Let's get to it. Article number one is safe bets during a crypto winter. Crypto winters occur in four-year cycles, with the most recent occurring in 2018. Unfavorable events like the U.S. infrastructure bill, China's prohibition on Bitcoin mining, and the release of the Omicron COVID version are predicted to cause significant sell-offs of Bitcoin and Ethereum in early November 2021. So many experts still see Bitcoin and Ethereum as speculative assets due to huge trade volumes and market manipulation on key exchanges. Like Bitcoin and Ethereum, other cryptocurrency projects and endeavors are also undergoing a crypto. Surprisingly, a new crypto asset class, GameFi, has done better than others, especially a token like Jedstar. Unlike crypto behemoths like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Binance Coin, Jetstar seeks to alleviate the consequences of crypto winters. The crypto market for GameFi is predicted to reach $180 billion in 2021 and rise by 10% in 2022. GameFi is the key for broad crypto adoption as gamers will continue to acquire gaming tokens to play games or purchase virtual goods, regardless of market corrections or crypto winters. So with the exception of Jetstar, several crypto projects, including GameFi ventures like Axie Infinity and Decentraland, had their market value and price plummet last month. This may be due to Jetstar's low market cap. 
Axis and Mena both have a market capitalization of around $6 billion US, while Jed has a market cap of $21 million. Jed, Axis, and Mena have likewise surpassed their expected market value heights of $44 million, $9.2 billion, and $10.6 billion, correctly. The market valuation of Jed increased from 8.4 million US to 22 million US. Axis market value fell from 9.2 billion to 6.5. And while Mana's rose from 5.3 to 6.4, overall, Jed gained 161% throughout this crypto winter, whereas Axis and Mana gained minus 29.3 to 20.83, respectively. So even though lower market cap tokens are more volatile, Jetstar has fared very well for the start of this crypto winter. So long-term diversification and utility, Jetstar comprises a three-token ecosystem, while Jed launching three months ago and K-Red awaiting a pre-sale event on December 17. Recognizing the devastation caused by crypto winters, Jetstar prepares for success by diversifying this industry and genre portfolios, as well as pursuing a long-term utility objective. First, Jetstar separates itself from its GameFi competitors such as Axis and uh, Mana by tapping into the emerging crypto sectors of DeFi with Jed and GameFi with Red. Investors will acquire KRED Jed-only perks as well as other crypto incentives that have yet to be unveiled. Furthermore, KRED is intended to be used as a GameFi token on Jedstar's NFT marketplace, Agora, and gaming platform Stardom. Additionally, Jedstar is actively developing several play-to-earn and blockchain gaming genres. Compared to P2E heavyweights like Axis and Mana, Jedstar is a full-fledged multimedia and gaming company active in producing CCGs, Metam MPPORGs, and uh, hundreds of hyper-casual games. Jedstar aims to make films and a metaverse inside its MMORGPGs with uh, deep fancy narratives. Unknown to many, Jetstar aims to enhance its usefulness via KRED. KRED is positioned as cross-platform money for gaming and blockchain. Tokens like Axie Infinity and Decentraland designed to be exclusively be utilized inside their own games, NFT markets, and metaverses are often market monopolistic. The world's first CAS currency as a service will be utilized as a method to bring about widespread acceptance via gaming, deviating from the original application of these ecosystems. In other words, KRED is now future-proofed and may be utilized by any entity interested in blockchain gaming without being technologically constrained by any existing or new blockchain standards in the near future. With its diversification into the DeFi and GameFi crypto arena, numerous game genre development and unique usage of KRED, Jetstar is well-positioned to safeguard its investors from future crypto winters. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? Safe bets during a crypto winter. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, article number two. Bitcoin hash rate hits new record high post-China crackdown. So Bitcoin has now seen a dramatic recovery in its hash rate since China had carried out its crackdown about half a year ago. The hash rate had dropped significantly when the region had made crypto mining activities illegal and had chased miners out of the country. China, then known as the Bitcoin mining capital of the world, had hosted about 70% of mining activities. Following the crackdown, the mining hash rate from the region crashed to zero, 
This had greatly affected the mining community, which had scrambled to find new homes for their mining farms. Now, five months later, most of the miners have resettled into other parts of the world and mining hash rate has recovered, soaring to new highs in the process. Bitcoin hash rate sets a new record. Bitcoin's hash rate had slowly recovered after bottoming out in July of 2021. There was a steady growth marked by miners finding new places to set up their activities. The majority of the months following the crackdown saw a rise in the hash rate. In the hash rate, miners had found a new home in countries such as the United States, where various states made significant efforts to help the miners settle in. Bitcoin had seen its hash rate hit its highest point at the time in May. During the first bull run, hash rate had run up to a high on a seven-day moving average scale. So the subsequent drop had been the largest recorded drop, but as numbers hit as a low of 84.79 hash rate. December has, however, bought it with good tidings as the BTC hash rate had recovered greatly at the beginning of the month alone. The hash rate now sits at a new record high of 181.99 hash rates on a seven-day moving average. Reclaiming the narrative, the exodus of miners out of China was unprecedented in the space. There was a lot of speculation as to how the digital asset would fare after going through such a drastic setback. Bitcoin has, however, proved that it can come out unscathed in the even the world environments. Following the price crash that occurred in response to the crackdown, Bitcoin had staggered for a bit. The next few months would prove to be eventful as the digital assets had hit new all-time highs in the months following, reaching as high as $69,000 at one point. Growing adoption has also propelled the cryptocurrency on its journey. One of those is El Salvador making BTC a legal tender. Since then, Bitcoin has seen significant growth. Lightning Network nodes have shot to new highs to accommodate the growing use cases of Bitcoin, as well as active addresses once again crossing the 1 million mark. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? Bitcoin hash rate hits new record high post-China crackdown. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Article number three. Elon Musk announces Tesla will start accepting Dogecoin as payment. Tesla boss Elon Musk said the electric car maker will accept the cryptocurrency Dogecoin to purchase its merchandise on a test basis. The price of Dogecoin surged as much as 32% on the news before settling around a 25% high, according to CoinMarketCap. Tesla will make some merch buyable with Doge and see how it goes, Musk said in a tweet on Tuesday. The Tesla chief has previously called Doge the people's crypto. Dogecoin was created as an initial joke by two software engineers who were making fun of the wild speculation of cryptocurrencies. Doge is considered the first meme coin. It is unclear what Tesla merchandise may be purchased with Dogecoin. Musk has invested in Dogecoin as well as Bitcoin and Ether. In March, he announced Tesla would accept Bitcoin as payment, but less than two months later, he pulled the plug, citing environmental concerns over Bitcoin mining. The Tesla chief told Time Magazine, which named him their 2021 person of the year that Dogecoin has its advantages over Bitcoin. Fundamentally, Bitcoin is now not a good substitute for transactional currency, he told the publication. Even though it was created as a silly joke, Dogecoin is better suited for transactions. He said the transaction volume of Bitcoin is low and the cost per transaction is high. 
He added that unlike Bitcoin, which investors hold on to instead of selling, Dogecoin is a currency that encourages people to spend rather than sort of hoard it as a store of value. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? What we think about Elon Musk announces Tesla will start accepting Dogecoin as payment. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, before we get into round two of the articles, just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting. I've been looking at the analytics today, and I saw that a lot of people from America, Canada, also in Portugal, China, and the Philippines, shout out to everyone there for all your continued support. Again, Dave's Daily Crypto Take on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Other than that, thank you so much. Let's keep on going. Article number four, get ready for the 2022 metaverse real estate boom. So it won't be confirmed and confined to Ethereum. This time last year, if someone had said, I'll sell you a lot, a plot of virtual land for one ETH, most of us would have told them to kick sand. Now, a year later, most of us are finding that we are the ones kicking sand and not virtual sand in the sandbox. Everyone in blockchain wants to be early, ahead of the curve. To everyone who believes they missed out on the latest blockchain gold rush, virtual land, think again of more efficient and scalable future for the intersection of blockchain and real estate is being built as we speak. And it's not solely confined to the Ethereum blockchain. The future of NFTs, the technological standard for unique digital assets like artwork or virtual homes is multi-chain. A more diverse uh, pathway that solves the limitations of the Ethereum blockchain and enhances its usage to present once unimaginable opportunities that touch multiple corners of culture and commerce. In this multi-chain future, we will see vast opportunities and diverse use cases made possible by alternative chains like Solana, Tezos, Polkadot, Kusama, Cardano, and many others. These chains bring answers for scalability, network congestion, and the ability to truly fractionalize ownership, allowing non-fungible tokens to become usable and transferable in the metaverse. Breaking out of the confines of traditional digital collectibles, perhaps into the real world. While you might not immediately associate any age-old industry like real estate with the current technological advancement of blockchain, the potential for this industry to be modernized and made efficient is powerful, even inevitable. Anyone who has ever bought or rented a property is familiar with the inconvenient, time-intensive, and expensive process. There are contracts to sign, payments to be made between landlord and tenants, real estate agents, and often mediating lawyers. Those arrangements require multiple transactions, time, and money. With virtual real estate in open metaverses, we can implement peer-to-peer transactions and use smart contracts uh, to automate and accelerate these legal processes. Smart contracts can be programmed to instantly trigger actions and execute orders as required. As a result, property assets such as buildings, shares or funds, and debt or equity can be automated in new ways and executed in minutes instead of weeks or months. Virtual real estate can unlock liquidity via decentralized global markets that enable tradable assets and allow for metaverse assets to be used as extractable collateral to fuel innovative methods of lending in decentralized finance. Though and through what we hope will be an increasingly open metaverse, users can one day move digital assets and NFTs in and out of virtual worlds. Perhaps their digital homes can be used as collateral for loans. Imagine if you could borrow against a valuable piece of virtual land to acquire physical land. 
This world, still being settled, will almost certainly need to be built on more than just Ethereum and dominant smart contract network. Ethereum's limitations. Since Ethereum's launch in 2015, smart contracts have gained traction in functionality and innovation. ERC-20 tokens are the most commonly used standard for tokenization. These tokens encode rights of ownership in code, the ERC-721 standard, and the more advanced ERC-1155. The technical standards for NFTs create digital scarcity. A diversity of protocols and tokens exist on Ethereum, forming the foundation for an open metaverse. However, the industry is rapidly expanding and the developments of Ethereum exist on other blockchain networks as well. Although Ethereum Layer 2 solutions, add-ons that help the network process more transactions work well, new blockchains have seen exponential growth and promise fertile new ground. A rich pool of creative builders are looking beyond Ethereum and the network's exorbitant fees. As a consequence, the current challenge for the industry is to achieve interoperability between different blockchains by eliminating the silo effect in the blockchain industry. We might finally reach mass adoption. Polkadot, a blockchain in financially involved in, is one such alternative chain for its kind of interoperability. Due to its advanced ownership structure, it can enable the transfer of property ownership straight to the other addresses, grant or prohibit third-party rights to use a property for display purposes and facilitate the exchange of a deed or trust. Gold Rush. Today, there's a variable gold rush in the metaverse, with young people and celebrities like Snoop Dogg investing millions of dollars in virtual real estate. Fortune magazine called it a multi-trillion dollar opportunity. It's conceivable that a new generation will purchase their first house in the metaverse. There's undoubtedly a lot of work that needs to be done in the space to realize this future. As it stands, the critics say the current eye-popping virtual real estate sales are more of a novelty driven by hope and hype and speculation compared to something that truly represents unique ownership. Others argue that real estate, virtual or physical, requires a level of legal due diligence and ensures security and confidence between buyers and sellers. There will also be apprehension and criticism from the traditional real estate industry, which might not see the value in disrupting their antiquated, albeit profitable, model. So, real estate NFTs promise the ability to democratize property ownership, a space that has historically excluded a majority of the world. Gold Banking Rates quoted a research analyst at Grayscale Investments who noted that historically, real estate value is largely influenced by proximity to shops, services, and attractive neighborhoods. It remains to be seen if that many uh, happen too in the metaverse, where players can teleport around the world, making travel instantaneous and irrelevant to valuation. Grayscale is a subsidiary of Digital Currency Group, the parent company of Coindesk. As time goes on, will uh, profiteering uh, infect virtual land development? Well, expensive plots in the sandbox or decentraland retain their value. Will people outside of crypto see NFTs as a powerful new tool for ownership, even if you can't sleep inside a computer? As it says, NFT infrastructure is still limited. The technology isn't there yet to allow for true unique tokenization of properties, especially on Ethereum, where it's currently close to impossible. A new paradigm will need to be developed in order to take this sector forward. In the year to come, 
the industry will see an injection of billions into NFT infrastructure that will support alternative use cases and enable a visible ledger that can be divided or expanded, facilitating a unique representation of individual assets similar to art and collectibles. Smart contracts will need to be improved to allow for speed, functionality, and scalability. There is great work done in some sectors like nested NFT palettes that allows for sophisticated ownership relationships between holders of fractionalized property. Regulations are also up for debate as far as concerns of the traditional real estate industry, which really could be disrupted by free moving assets pinned to no single blockchain that can be used in the real world and digital world alike. There are social considerations of getting people to value digital property. It's already happening, but this new tokenized world, this multi-chain future will take time, much like building a house. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Get ready for the 2022 metaverse real estate boom. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at our final topic today. Nike just bought a virtual shoe company that makes NFTs and sneakers for the metaverse. So one comparison I've heard repeatedly over the last year is that buying NFTs to flex on people in the metaverse is just like collecting sneakers. And now Nike is apparently trying to make sure it's ready for the literal version of that possibility. The apparel giant just announced the acquisition of RTFKT Studios, which it calls a leading brand that leverages cutting-edge innovation to deliver next-generation collectibles that merge culture and gaming. RTFKT claims that in February, a collaboration with teenage artist Fucosius to sell real sneakers paired with virtual ones managed to sell some 600 pairs NFTs in just six minutes, netting over $3.1 million at the time. This was around the same early spring period when most of us were hearing about NFTs for the first time. As Grimes sold some $6 million worth of digital artwork on March 1st, it's not clear if any of these digital items are worth as much now. Looking at OpenSea and Nifty Gateway right now, I see a number of them are either listed for or have recently sold for less than their original prices. But forget the past and the time it photoshopped a pair of its sneakers onto Elon Musk. RTFKT is moving forward and just yesterday, the A16Z backed started uh, up, launched the Clone X NFT collaboration with Japanese artist Takashi Murakami. Offering up a number of metaverse-ready digital avatars styled, styled with various collectible traits. The company's website immediately asks visitors to link their MetaMask wallets, which is one of the ways NFT owners can verify their purchases with the idea that at some point in the future, you'll play games or enter other sorts of VR spaces where your items can materialize once those spaces have read the blockchain to uh, access which items you own the rights to. This is kind of the vision that Nike is buying into, creating the company's founder, Benoit Pagodo, Chris Lay, and Steven Vasilev with leveraging the latest in-game engines, NFTs, blockchains, authentication, and augmented reality to create one-of-a-kind virtual products and experiences. While announcing the deal without revealing how much it spent, Nike positioned RTFKT's Lightning Bolt-style logo alongside its own iconic swoosh. Jumpman, and Converse marks. Those brands have decades of history built on high-level athletic endorsements, distinctive designs, and grassroots culture that actually exists in the real world. 
RTFK team, meanwhile, was founded in January 2020. It says that the human development in consciousness has accelerated faster than anticipated. We are here to accelerate our digital future now. So what do you guys think about this article? Nike just bought a virtual shoe company that makes NFTs and sneakers for the metaverse. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about this. All right. Before we head out, let's take a look at the prices one last time. Bitcoin is at $47,947. Ethereum, $3,825. Binance Coin, $525. Tether, $1. Solana, $160. USD Coin, $1. Cardano, $1.25. XRP, $0.80. Polkadot, $25. And last but not least, Dogecoin at $0.18. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast. Catch me on Dave's Daily Crypto Take, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great crypto day and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.